Peace, diehards. What's up, man? This is your boy, Eru, the Any Star, host of this Dianix podcast. We got State of the New York Knicks coming in the building right here, as you can see at the bottom of the screen. We obviously are going to be talking about the days of events here. Uh, let's pull up this little thing, little um, thumbnail I made here. We got McCullum, we got Bill, we got cousins to talk about. Like I said, you can see me and um, State in the middle there. But um, it is what it is, man. We're going to get busy, start talking. So without further ado, let's bring my man State up in here. What's good, State? How's it going with you? Yo, what's up, bro? I totally forgot about CJ McCollum. That's what's so crazy. We could talk about him too. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how we do. We're gonna talk about everything, man. But um, you know, you call me to arms, man. I, I normally right now I would be like in my second dream right now, trying to get ready for tomorrow <laughs> and shit. You know, you know, I seen a report for um Stephen Bondy today. And it spoke about how World Wide West is working behind the scenes and he's trying to get Bradley Bill to force a trade to the Knicks. And then I hear the Michael K show. And you know, the Michael K show, they're very critical. But, you know, one of the guys was talking about the trade and he's like, basically, you know, to get Bradley Bill, you got to trade Mitchell Robinson, you got to trade RJ Barry, you got to trade first round pick. Now I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you're asking for a little too much. I don't want to get Carmelo Anthony part two. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not going to listen. So now I, I give it back to you. <laughs> Who on this roster would you like to save <laughs> from this purge? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first of all, I, I want to say I got Stephen Bondi blocked on Twitter. And, and I got um your, your, your boy, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the guy you said that was on... um. Yeah, what's the other guy you mentioned? Oh, Mark Berman. Oh no, My Michael oh. K. Michael K. I got oh, Michael, Michael K. K blocked, and I got Stephen Bonnie blocked on Twitter, man. I don't want to hear what they got to say. You know what I'm saying? Is like two two guys that are that are um, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You, you get the picture. I blocked them because I don't want to see what they got to say. But um, you know, I get it, man. You know, I don't. I don't we don't need reports from from these guys to let us know the World Wide West is, is um working behind the scenes. Because I mean, ta-da, we hired them like how many months ago? You know what I'm saying? So you know, you know, we already know World Wide West. Is doing whatever he's been doing this whole like last 30 years or so right we we're just talking about that like what the hell was he doing like the last 30 years and stuff but somehow here he is he's like one of the most powerful guys in basketball <laughs> yeah but you know anyway like to answer your question man like if, if you're gonna if you're gonna like negotiate you don't negotiate be like all right, all right listen man we're gonna negotiate for this house all right cool uh i'll give you i'll give you all my life savings and, and you know everything that i got and my car and my kids i'll sign everything on the lease they give me please give me this house what do you think you know that you don't start like that, you know. What I'm saying you, you start like, like uh, uh, this house. Okay, you want me to buy the house? Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, fix the front steps. You know, to the way I like it, and uh, maybe change the doorknobs, and you know, paint the paint the ceiling in the bathroom. Stupid shit like that. You tell them stupid stuff like that, and if they agree to it, then they'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, we got uh, um, Tony Crow uh, wants to get up in here. I'll, I'll send I'll send Tony an invite to man. <laughs> yeah, tell Tony Crow pull up, man. Yeah, because you got you got me. We got crazy state here, so we got to get somebody to um be the voice of reason of that. So I, I'll I'll um hit up Mr. Um Mr. Tony. Yeah, so I mean you know that's that's what I that's how I feel about it, man. We we can't just give up all of our um our assets, you know, without without even getting a good negotiation. Like, how do we know for sure what what on um, the other teams want? Like, we assume that they're gonna want all of our best players, but did we talk to them yet? You know, um like for like for um for instance um Washington. 
you know, Washington is kind of stuck with Beal or whatever. It's like either, either you're going to keep Beal and work with, um, you know, Russell Westbrook and stuff like that and build that way. You know, that's up to you guys. If you want to do that, then that's up to you. You know, but but if you want to get rid of Beal, you know, don't look for us to give you no bag. You know oh. what I'm saying? That, that's the thing. I, I don't want to give none of these guys no bag. Now, here's when you meet the crossroads. <laughs> and, and, and things start getting a little dicey. Because... If, if World Wide West is pushing for Bill and Leon Rose drafted Ovi, but then Leon Rose didn't draft RJ. So now it's like, so now things are getting dicey. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. now I got to hope the guy that Scott Perry, <laughs> a guy who's the villain, who was named the villain, I got to hope the guy that he's the the same person in this situation <laughs> that, that well, that's what I'm looking for. What, but that's the thing though. Like, like, um, you know, we, that, that's an, that's really like an assumption. Like you, you, uh, like, uh, you, you assume that these guys, okay, I drafted them. So I'm not going to trade them. Well, I drafted this guy. I'm not going to trade that guy. The thing is like, everybody's supposed to be in it for the championship. So it doesn't matter who drafted who, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. I mean, like Obi, Obi, we drafted Obi, but we found out today from, um, from that, uh, you know, JJ Reddick podcast that, um, that they called, you know, Worldwide West and these guys called um, Julius Randle and asked him what kind of coach he wanted. So if you ask him, Julius Randle, what kind of coach he wants to be on be on the team, that means that we they had no intentions to, to trade Julius Randle. They just picked up Obi Toppin as an asset. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they thought that it could work. You know, maybe that's why they have Obi Toppin playing a lot of um, perimeter style of basketball, that type mm -hmm. of thing. You know, so uh, maybe maybe they they thought that um they can um they can like you know double down on that bully ball stuff and bring Obi Obi in here to be a three and maybe just come off the bench. I don't know what their plans are, but um you know we just we just can't we, we just can't assume that um you know that that guys are just gonna be you know holding tight to their draft picks and not gonna want to trade them and stuff like that. You know, not that's a fact. I'm so I'm gonna assume that the first two pieces that's out the door in a bill trade is Knox and Frank. So then, then that's when the conundrum happens because you're going to give up Obi or you're going to give up Randall. Randall's having an all-star caliber season. You're going to have to pay Randall $28 million. Obi, he ain't produced not a goddamn thing. And he's on a four-year rookie scale deal. So it's so many narratives to, you know, unravel. I just I'm glad I'm not the person that's behind the scenes that got to deal with that because that's a lot on the plate. I, I don't even know what the hell is going to happen, but hey, I'm I'm not trading our first round pick for them this year. I, I I don't think I would do that either, and I don't yeah. think I would give up quickly. Nah, to me to me I feel like we can't get rid of none of those guys, man. Like I I feel like we we have to set the table. We have to be like okay, listen, um, to trade let's say let's say to trade Bill. The trade Bill or the trade um what's the other guy Drummond? Well, they they basically make the same amount of money, right? So to trade them, we got to give up um you know base. This is the base. We got to give up um Frank, uh Knox and um and Rivers. That's the base right there without any draft picks. That's how the money goes because the Knicks are already under the cap fourteen million. So you add that up. So that's the base. So we got to hit them with that. This is what we want to give you for this player. Of course they're gonna be like hell no, well, fucker. You know what I'm saying? You got to give us something else. Then that's a negotiation. Now that now the thing is we um you know we do have these draft picks so they, they can ask for what they want to ask for they can go crazy too so listen we want all your draft picks for the future 
Oh, and then we just go back and forth like that. But the thing, like, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like next year, we got two first round draft picks. So you know, I'm not, I'm not trading both. They can have one. You know, I kind of want to keep the Dallas pick. You know, obviously because um they they're in the worst, you know, situation. You know, as far as like um getting into the playoffs and stuff like that. So I'd rather keep Dallas picks so they can take our pick this year. All right, we can't trade um back to back picks. So then that next year we also got two picks. See that that's that's hindsight. You know, what I'm saying they 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 made that deal with the with the um, intention that um you know to have them spaced out like that because you can't trade you know multiple you know picks back to back like that so that comes in handy because we could trade that 2021 pick um maybe our pick and then trade Dallas's pick in 2003 excuse me 2023 that's two right there and if they want to get greedy they can ask for the next one so we maybe we can give um you know depending depending on how we work it maybe get 2024 pick or even a 22 pick but we we just would have to um maybe give up give up the two Dallas picks and then give our two um 22 picks that's three picks but that's for for Beal you know but you give those picks because you don't want to give up quickly you don't want to give up RJ you don't want to give up those guys so then you have to give up the picks if you don't want to give the give up the picks then you got to give up RJ and then we got Obi too so Obi could be that guy that we give up instead of RJ and quickly that's what I'm thinking you know what I'm saying? Because we, we're negotiating. You're not going to just tell me that you give me a whole roster. That's not how it was going down. And then, you know, Leon Rose is a ma is a master uh, of this game. So you're not going to beat Leon Rose at his own game. And World Wide West got, got shooters, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> down, in, down in, the, in, the, in the LES ready to come up to the garden and do something. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, as far as Bradley Bill is concerned, I just hope I just hope they don't give up too much. Like, I'll get Roy ha Hachimura. You're like, give me a young piece from them. Like, don't don't just get him Knox, Frank, all this. Don't give him everything and, and, and not get no a, at least a young piece in Bill in return. At least. What? Well, I mean, what what is Knox and Frank doing for us now, though? And if we get Bill, if we was to get Bill in this deal, what is Knox and Frank and Frank doing doing for us? With Beal here, they're not gonna. Neither one of those guys gonna play, especially Frank. If Beal is here, I mean, if they take Alec Burks, Frank, not Frank will play. It, no, no, Alec Burks and Bullock. You gotta be realistic. Alec Burke and Bullock, those two bums is gonna get minutes. So yeah, Frank ain't gonna play. That's what I'm saying. He's not gonna play. He's already not playing now. Because I, I really, I, I don't know what what's up with with Tibbs, but um. He just steadfast, and, and I, I'm thinking maybe maybe it's just um like just the way that the guys carry themselves. Because um even Julius Randle was saying that it has to do with like like um just um he, he's saying it's like some of the best teammates that he's ever played with. So there's a little bit more psych psychological have going on here that these guys are just fighting for each other. And I guess he mm -hmm. feels that you know personality wise, Frank and these guys are just not pulling as hard as some of these other guys are. Yeah, you know Tibbs is a 63 year old man. With no wife, with no kids, <laughs> so, so he's gonna be stuck in his ways, and that's that. You just gonna have to wait and see. I, Knox and Frank ain't playing, so I know they gonna go on the trade. It's just that third piece. Like I, I'm not willing to give up over top. Um, no, not right but, now. But you know, if if we give up Bill, we gotta give up something. So what what would you give up for a Bill for a Bill trade? To me, I, I'm just thinking base. I, I'm only giving them the base. If they want extra, that's up to them. You know, they got to figure that out. But so what, what would you get? Okay. 
so on the Knicks behalf of them putting out a Mitchell Robinson, you know, show today with Obi Toppin, I'm going to exclude them two out of this trade. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just for that reason. Knox so, and Frank is gone. I would I would trade the 2022 pick. I probably trade that unprotected because I'm going to assume that 2022 there'll be, you know, a top five seed. Uh, give up the Dallas 2023 pick. I think I give up our pick this year, lottery protected, like top five protected. Mm. Uh, man, that shit sound like it sound like Isaiah Thomas, man. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we we got excess though. We got excess um stuff, so we, we can give up guys. It's not gonna be like the the um the mellow trade because we have excess talent. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I hear you. It, it sounds cool, but it don't. It don't sound like a trade. It don't sound like I should be giving up that much for him. Like if Giannis was on the market, oh, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. No, nah, but <laughs> we, yo, we, we, <laughs> yo, if, if Giannis was was available and this is the guy we we're training for, we we'll definitely have to give up half our roster. Listen, you know what I'm saying? I packed their bags for them. Besides R.J. Barrett. <laughs> The rock bah, y'all have a nice <laughs> NBA career, but for that guy, yeah, you do something like that. But it's always a start. You got to start from somewhere. Like, let's yeah. say if they make the playoffs this season, you could go in this offseason with fifty million in cap space. Mavericks will probably give you a, a, a lottery pick. Um, you know, it's one superstar in the market. It's Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if he's gonna come here. He probably won't. But Kawhi Leonard also played with Kyle Lowry. I believe Kyle Lowry is a free agent this year. I believe so. Uh, you could probably attract those two. Uh, and then you attract those two, you could probably attract more veterans. And if you get those two, you could probably then trade. Then you could talk about, okay, trade for Giannis. You go get one of them. Because you got Kawhi in place. You got RJ in place. You got... Young pieces. If you trade out uh, some of these dudes, some of these young dudes, you know you still got Miles Powell in the um in the G League. You got guys like that you could bring up. So it's many ways to improve the team, but that's a route I think the Knicks is trying to take. So I, I think that's why they're trying to win in the short term. Now I feel like they're trying to cash out in twenty twenty one free agency. I, I don't I, I don't think tanking is an option right now. For just just from what I'm seeing and. The reports, I don't think it's an option. Well, well t- take a look at this. Um, Joshua Rivera, I got this posted up here. He said the Knicks should wait a year or two <laughs> until Brooklyn falls apart to start making these moves. So my, th- this this goes back to the discussion, like, when do we start winning? Because you mentioned the word tanking. We, we're not supposed to be talking about that, right? Nah. But, I mean, we mentioned the word tanking, right? So tanking, you know, it's like, you know, we're going to lose every year to try to get the highest draft pick and also all this other stuff. And then, like, like um, you know, a couple years ago, guys were saying, oh, we got to wait years for, for, for Frank to develop. Oh, we got to wait years for Knox to develop. All right, so we're waiting all these years. When do we start trying to get to, to win anything? You know, we, we're just like, you know, wasting time. It's like this. This is like going to school, not knowing what you want to, uh, what you want to uh, major in, and then you just keep taking classes, taking classes. Oh, you know, I'm gonna take a semester off. You know, that that way I can save some money and then I could do this. You know what I'm saying? It, it just becomes like, yo, when are you gonna get your degree? When are you gonna pick a major? When are you gonna get a job? When are you moving out of my house? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, when are you gonna start your life? 
you know, so, you know, like, it's, it's just crazy to me, you know, like, like, like people would, um, you know, they, they have short, they have short fuses with, um, when it comes to like, like just basic stuff in life, whatever, but the Knicks, they'll wait forever, you know, for, for them to develop certain guys and stuff, man. Hey, you know, I think you, I, I think you over, I think you go overboard a little bit, just a little bit because you got to bring up David Fisdale and Jeff Horner trash when you, when you, when you bring up development. I mean, and, but, and, and then hold on. Yeah. And you got to bring up the Andreas Bargliani trade. So we haven't really had <laughs> a stable environment until this season. So you got to cut them boys some slack, at least. Like, I watched Frank sit half a season for Jared Jack, and we won two meaningless games at the end of the season. Remember when Tim Hardaway Jr. won the game winner? Damn. No call Anthony Towns. Like, little stuff like that aggravates me, and I remember stuff like that. So, it's, uh, bro, yeah. I get it, man. But Hornacek was was um was also handcuffed too. They he's a guy that, that had nothing to do with the triangle, and it was asking him to to run the triangle. You know, he just came off off of um that other crazy dude. Uh, you know, from the Lakers that that was here that was um you know sleeping with um Barnes um you know ex ex wife oh, and Derek you know Fisher. yeah Derek Fisher. We just came off of that bunch of crazy stuff happened, and then um what, what you mentioned Fisdale, Fisdale was a fraud. You know, yeah, from from day one, he was a fraud. He, you know, we had three point guards, and he started uh, Treyer and um RJ at the guard spot. Later on, we find out that it was RJ was the one that he wanted to be the point guard. You know, and they didn't even play Treyer anymore. So it's like, you know, we we talking about mental mental midgets with these these different guys and stuff. We were in trouble. We were franchise in trouble. Right now, we're not we're not that we're not that franchise anymore. And just like like the NBA and sports, it kind of like things pick up. You know, it's almost like football. Football, like one year you don't know what they're doing. Next thing you know, that same football team that you thought was gonna go, un, you know, what wasn't gonna win a game, all of a sudden is in the um is in the freaking Super Bowl. You know, so sports sports moves quick, man. Things happen. Man, being a Nick fan, man, it's tough, man. I, I was nothing, but, nothing but the best for the Frank and Knox, but I don't know, man. The writing is on the wall. We need a we need a three bad. Like that three position is, I'm sick of seeing Alec Burks and Reggie Bullock playing that position. So yeah. slide RJ to the three. I think, I think the organization sees RJ as a three. So that's why they're targeting guys like um, Bradley Bill and CJ McCollum. But well, what I, do you, what do you, go ahead. I, I would prefer um, CJ McCollum. I think it would be less of a less of a package package to put together to get him instead of Bradley Bill because CJ McCollum is I think he's older and you know he's coming off an injury. So I think I think that'll be easier to obtain than you know uh Bradley Bill. Yeah. I think you know also too with, with um Portland they're already kind of just like uh they already winning without CJ you know so they could they could see the future. They got a couple guys coming up the pipeline. They got um you know, I don't have their roster up here, but they, they got two guys over the two young guys that are basically filling that void for for T for CJ, whatever. So they could rock with that. If they can get anything from us, if they get it, let's say if they get a knocks, they they have a, a chance to to um you know, or they have a slot. Same way like DSJ has a slot in Detroit. Um, what's the name? Portland has a slot at small forward for Knox to try to do something over there. So that that's that's the leverage that you know, not leverage, but that's like the like like the chip that we have that kind of like 
sweetening that to get them to give whatever. Because I mean, no matter what we do, it's going to be the same group of guys that we're going to be sending to any of these guys. Because you know, like I said, um, CJ, like like you said, CJ is hurt, you know, and Bradley Beal is in no man's land. Washington doesn't know what the hell they want to do over there, <laughs> you know. So so we we got we got the, to me, the Knicks have all the leverage in the world because we don't have to make the deal. Because when it comes down to it, I know we're talking about trades and stuff like that. When it comes to that, down to that, we could just shut it down and be like, listen, screw all you guys. We got 60-something million in cash space next year, and we got two first-round draft picks. So we don't have to make a make a deal. We're just trying to see what we can do. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, so you're you're more you're more with um CJ. Um yeah. Um I think it would be easy to get one, two. CJ, as far as I'm concerned, is a guy that he takes good shots. Teammate, you know, you don't hear too much nonsense about CJ McCollum. And plus, CJ McCollum with RJ Barrett is that's a great fit. And he's a good fit with uh Randall because CJ McCollum could play off ball, and I think RJ would be more on ball. And I think CJ McCollum is a guy that could go get you a bucket. Like we don't got a guy when when teams is going on like 10-0 runs. Randall is cool, but he's not the guy that uh, that yo go get me a bucket in the fourth in the playoff game, game three. I want I want CJ with the ball in his hands. You always want the guard with the ball in hand, ball in hands. Another example, Giannis. I watch Giannis take a. He took a bullshit <laughs> mid-range jumper, and it looked so terrible. And I and when I'm watching it, I'm like, damn, Giannis needs a guy like Zach Levine or Bill so bad. It, because you need those type of guards who could get their own shot late in the fourth quarter. It's 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 always gonna be that way. It's been that way in the 80s, it's been that way in the, in the 90s. Um, understand Hakeem won one, but that very next season, he got Clyde. I understand Shaq won a couple, but he had Kobe. You know, everybody need a guard. We, we, we don't have an in-between guard. So CJ, and just like you said, you know, Anthony Simmons, uh, they got a couple young boys over there that they could play. They still got Carmelo Anthony, right? I'm, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see. But I think we could definitely get CJ for a lesser package than trying to give up the whole shebang for Bill, because I'm good on that. Yeah, what's the starting lineup? What's the what's your starting lineup with CJ? CJ McCullough. Well, if we get if we get uh, let me see if we get CJ, it's it's basically the same thing. You plug CJ into the small four. Excuse me, the shoot the shooting guard spot next to Alfred. You got to start them together. That that's one thing too. I, I like I like these guys because they're shooters. Whatever, and that that just allows um Alfred to just be the defender and opportunistic. If he gets a, a layup online, let him do that type of thing. But but see, you know, getting a CJ or a Bill will take that responsibility of of him being the only guy that can that can really dri- get a bucket off the dribble outside of Randall. So anyway, you you got to keep that. Basically, you just plug in. You just I'm um, taking um Bullock out, moving um RJ to the three, and then you stick in um Bill or McCullum there. You know that that's that's it right there. And then you just roll with the how to um. You know the 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 bench guys go. One one guy we haven't talked about yet is um Demarcus Cousins, and um you know I kind of want I want Drummond. I kind of want to go that way because I, I feel like you know in the off season we can get like a dude like Oladipo maybe 
that's after we get a drumming. But you know, you know, since we're not talking about that today, we're talking about um these guards, or whatever. Demarcus Cousins would be like another, like another look, you know, because um, you know, we have, we have to look at it like this. We get these guys, we we we're not just getting, we're not getting the name. Derrick Rose is not the same guy like he was before, so we're not getting MVP Rose. We're getting this Rose. So mm -hmm. Demarcus Cousins is not the the guy that he was in Sacramento or with the Pelicans. You know, what I'm saying he's a different dude, but he still could shoot that three. You know, what I'm saying he's still a bully down low. He can get rebounds. You know, what I'm saying he could pass the ball, so you put him in spots like that to keep him, um, whatever. So the, the, all, those are all things that Mitch can't do, you know. So that's the different look that he gives. Uh, Mitch could still start with um the way that he's been starting when he gets healthy. He could still start, but um you bring in Demarcus Cousins off the bench, that's gonna give you that extra look. He could be a trailer, you know, a rolls in um and quickly running up the court. You know, Demarcus could be that trailer, or just you know when, when it comes to playoff time, we got somebody that we can give the ball um to that can actually do something. You know, and then you know, also too, like let's say we play Philly in the first round. We got now we got extra bigs that can make Embiid uncomfortable. You know, excess in bigs. You know, so you have to think of it that way. You know, leading into the playoffs. So, I think I think it was set the table. I, I think I think if we was to get any of those guards like that, and then also get like a Marcus, the Marcus Cousins, I think I don't think any team would want to see us, man. Yo, that I like that thought process. Um. Because it aligns with a narrative that I had <laughs> like like three, four months ago. Because I was all in on getting DeMarcus Cousins in the offseason. And my reasoning was, Mitch going to start. I need a guy who is opposite of Mitch. Like a guy who could go get me a bucket. A guy who could space the floor. A guy who's a better passer. Um, you know, and I always thought DeMarcus Cousins was a good fit. I think Nerlens is cool. But I think Nerlens should be situational. I think uh, Taj Gibson should be situational. Um, Taj Gibson should be like our Hudonis Haslam, right? He should be the guy like he's always on the roster. Um, the vet that helped he, he holds everybody accountable. Um, so that's that. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. I would I would love Demarcus Cousins to come here. Uh, while Mitch is hurt, I think they should take the opportunity um, and try to see what they could do. I think Tibbs could fix him. Cousins could come off the bench or he could start. I know he's shooting bad this season, but I'm not going to be a nerd and look at the percentages because, you know, it's more to basketball than just percentages. I think the analytic boys really, like, they, they, they kill the spirit of the game. Um, I, I'm going to give you an example, bro. Last night, you know, Anthony Edwards, he had this crazy dunk. Jammed it on. Boom. Ah. So dumbass Nate Duncan decides to write a tweet like, oh, he had a great dunk, but he was three for seven from the field and he was 30%. Like, like come on, bro. Like, <laughs> they killing the game with that percentage BS. Like, Allen Iverson would make so many people on Twitter look like dummies in today's basketball because he was so inefficient, but he was so effective. <laughs> so I, I man, I, I would love Boogie. I would love Boogie, especially against the 76ers or, or the Nets. And no, one more example. Last week, dude threw um RJ Barrett, bro. He threw him right on the floor. Like nobody pushed him or nothing. Like Nerlens just looking at him. I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on here? Like no goon activity going on. 
<laughs> so I, I need a, I need a, I need another goon in there. So I would, I would yeah. love. Boogie. Yeah, that's what Boogie would do. See, like Boogie said, Boogie would bully half our roster. I hope so. <laughs> I you know what I'm saying? So. I hope so. You know what I'm saying? We we need we need to to the depussify the the roster. You know what I'm saying? We need to depussify the league. All that, like you said, the analytic guys and all that. Uh, you just got uh, Michael Mitch is also saying that. Um, do you want uh, boogie in your locker room? That's yeah. a whole other thing. Because I mean, uh, you know that that Randall podcast on on, on JJ Riddick's podcast was great. Because I mean, it, it just gives you like an insight of what's going on. Everybody's on the same page. It seems like. So I mean, you bring you bring a Demarcus there. Demarcus is, is already familiar with Kenny Payne, obviously. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, all these guys are talking. Excuse me, um, World War West. All, excuse me, all these guys are all talking and stuff like that. So behind the scenes, I'm quite sure they're all speaking and stuff. So like, if if this was to happen, you know, um, you know, there's not a, a situation where we gotta fit um Boogie into the system. Um, Boogie gotta fit into what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So like, if if you want to win, if you want to be successful, you gotta fit in to what we're doing. So I, I think I think it would be great. And he's an older man now. You know, uh, just just like not not even just five years ago, you know, Derrick Rose was an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Just just like five uh, five, uh, I want to say seven, maybe ten years ago, Melo was an asshole. Before before Melo came to the Knicks, he had that big fight with Nate. Everybody forgets about that. He had that big fight where he slapped um, what's it that what's that dude? Mark, um, uh, Marty Collins. You know what I'm saying? You know he slapped him. He got suspended all those games and stuff. People forget, people don't even talk about that no more. But I mean, you know, when it comes to a certain age now, now Melo is like this god amongst Knicks fans and stuff like that. Things change, man. At least you hope. Things change. Dirk Rose is not the same dude he was to get himself involved in the situation he was before. And um, Boogie Cousins, he done got hurt a bunch of times. He's humbled and stuff like that. So you would you would think that um that he would be ready for that next step. And also he wanna be appreciated too. So these these are different things that um that gotta come into play too. So, you know. You know, we, 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 me and you, we, me and you talk basketball all, all day long, all night long and stuff. But it, it's just like, you know, the perfect storm has to happen. You know, like you mentioned uh, Shaq and Kobe. How did how did the Lakers even get Shaq? It's like, I don't even know how the hell he got there. Then, um, you know, they traded D-Vox for, for Kobe. Then, like, all these other guys that they picked up, they were very important, like Rick Fox and all these different guys that were very important to, to, to their runs. They had two runs. They had one run with, um, with Shaq and Kobe. Then they had another run with Kobe by himself. You know, how, how did they get a Marcus Saul? All these things were like, like chance things that happen. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the, um, you know, why not us? You know, we got Derek Rose. How did we get him? You know, uh, Demarcus Cousins, all these different guys. It, it has to be like, you know, um, Julius Randle out of nowhere became a good player. You know what I'm saying? This is all perfect storm shit. So hopefully that, that this is like something that's doing like this and we can just keep getting this um, stuff on a wave and then we could really start popping some shit out here, man. I, I can't wait to, to do that, man. So Demarcus Cousins, he gets bought out. So now we so now we diving in the buyout market. And um he got bought out? Or, or no, you just saying that, that that's the agreement. Like they they agree for him to get bought out. Well, okay, they I got you. Part ways, so I'm gonna assume that he's gonna get bought out. I got you. Um so I'm looking at the contracts right now, and I'm looking at guys who might get bought out. And I'm looking at the amount of these contracts. So a couple of names that I see that might get bought out this season. Oof, damn, he made too much. <laughs> God damn. Russ, Wall, Blake Griffin. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with Blake Griffin. He makes a lot of bread, man. He got a lot of money on that million. contract. He make 35 million. Yeah. Um John Wall make 41 million. Damn, God damn. 
Kevin Love, Porzingis. Nah, let me stop. Let me stop. You make me swallow my my teeth, man. Porzingis, poor guy. Yeah, I see Tony. That's a couple of names. Yeah, Tony's throwing around JJ Reddick. What do you think about him? I like JJ Reddick. Um, I don't like the fact that we get more vets on the goddamn roster. I don't like that. You bring me a goddamn young piece like Mo Bamba or something. Damn, like you gonna bring me another goddamn old vet? But whatever. Yeah. Um, JJ yeah. is a good shooter though. I take JJ. Ain't seem like a good. I, I like JJ because I seen JJ on his podcast and I see him on All the Smoke. And he looks like a dude who's just a genuine, cool dude. Like He looked like one of those dudes that when I went upstate to college at, or at, at Sony Del High, he looked like one of those dudes where I walk in the room and he dad got the bong sitting on the table. I'm like, yo, bro, you want to hit, bro? Like, he looked like one of those dudes. So <laughs> I, I, I could rock with JJ. I could rock with JJ. He, he, he seemed cool. We need those type of guys anyway, man. We need those type of um, locker room guys. As long as we keep the balance, though, like keep me – at least six young boys on the roster. Don't 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 just vet me to death, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do me like that. Well, I mean, JJ Red is 36 years old too, man. He's gonna be 37 Ooh. in June. Damn. 37 in June. That's old, man. For when you're talking about like pro basketball players, that's that's freaking old. Damn. Yo, I'm yo, I know I'm getting old. Oh god. <laughs> I remember when I just had a flashback. I remember when um me and my cousin. He was playing on um, my cousin live on 112th and Lennox Avenue in Foster Projects. And he's playing NCAA 2004. Was it 2004? Mm -hmm. Or 2003? It was one of those two. And he had JJ Reddick and I had Paul Millsap. And I think he scored 100 points with JJ. And I scored like 115 with Paul Millsap doing the same spin. It's the same spin move. Like you couldn't stop it. Mm -hmm. But. <laughs> Damn, I'm old. <laughs> JJ Reddick, 36, bro. Ooh. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember when he was a kid. Cause I mean, when when um when he was coming up, you know, I can't I can't well, I mean, like say like a guy like Marbury, right? Marbury's like two years older than me. So I, I remember when he was coming up. I, I remember going to a high school game. I was in high school and, and um, you know, Marbury was in high school too. You know, fast forward a little bit. I remember graduating school. I'm in college now. And I remember like these young kids were kind of talking about JJ Reddick. Oh, this kid down JJ Reddick, he's this, that, and the other. You know, you know, I, I was still playing ball at the time. It's like, man, fuck JJ Reddick, man. You know, with this, that that's how, that's how I remember that stuff. But I'm talking about a kid that was like, you know, just starting high school and stuff like that. So it's, it's just interesting, man. So I am I'm you know, I'm pretty old too, man. It's it's a, it's annoying a little bit. <laughs> so that's when you when you see guys, let's say like like a like a Steph Curry. Steph Curry and Seth Curry. I remember um Del Curry sitting them on, on on his knees and stuff, waving to the camera and stuff like that. When when I used to watch NBA on on um what NBC or whatever, whatever the hell it was at the time. You know what I'm saying? With Steph Curry and whatever. Wow. Yeah. And now they got little babies and, and stuff. It's crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy how life is. But yo, if you talk to a Knicks fan, Knicks is like, yo, man, we gotta wait to the to, to Steph and Del, you know, Steph and Seth Curry. Get twenty years old, man, and then we can win a championship. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got to like, we got to get off that, man. I, I wanna, I, I just wanna, uh, you know, seize the opportunity right now. We got a little bit of extra capital, so I kind of wanna, I want, I kind of wanna pull it from this and invest it in something else. 
You know what I'm saying? Just to, to throw that that into the into the conversation. So me selfishly, regardless of all, any moves that is made this season, I want the Knicks to have two draft picks walk through that door <laughs> this whole season. I, I don't care how they do it, but I just need two more. I need two more because I need – Emmanuel quickly already – he already rectifies the mistake of Frank Nelikina being picked in 2017, right? Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn Belly, give me Mo Bama and JJ. My my friend, you is correct, brother. Um, I definitely want Mo Bamba here. I've been screaming for Mo Bamba past like two, three weeks. Matter of fact, the halftime stream when um Sim brought it up, OG Sim from Number Knicks, and he was talking about um, yo, what's up with Terrence Ross? You know, Sim with the deep voice. What's up with Terrence Ross? Yo, what? What's up with that joint right there? <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, Mo Bamba from Harlem, he ain't playing a lot on Orlando Neva. We could do we could do Mo Bamba and, and Terrence Ross for Kevin Knox and um and something else. I don't know what else they'll take, but I'll do that. Send Kevin Knox home and, and, and bring Mo Bamba home. I would definitely do that. Yeah, I, I was getting to that too. That. That, that's um these are like like sneaky moves that, that you could do. That would that would that would definitely help us out next year and going forward too, man. We like like to me, I feel like this be before this um season's over, this you know, the trade deadline, we gotta get something to add to this. And then mm-hmm. then once in the offseason, now we have have a, a picture to, to to show guys, say, listen, we got these guys, we're ready to rock. Do you want to get down? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's that's why I'm so animated because it doesn't it doesn't have to be these guys that we mentioned. It could it could definitely be a, a Terrence Ross type of trade with Obama. Look at what we're building here, guys. You know, do you want to be down? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be nice, man. That'd be nice. It'd be nice to have a a functional franchise right before, I'll say, 2022, because a lot of these current uh, superstars and all-stars who's on these big, humongous, dumb contracts is uh, about to be coming off the book soon, probably like in 2023, 2024. Mm-hmm. And what place will you go to when you towards the end of your career to try to win a ring? Well, RJ Barrett and the boys. <laughs> you go on New York. Yeah. And you go and try to win a ring late in your late in your years. I'm I already got Jimmy Butler, Circle 2022. I got him coming for the for the joy ride. Yeah. Um I don't know about Chris Paul, but he might come too. These dudes is all of them is paid. Like all of them, you got your money. Like you made 40 million your last contract. They're gonna accept vet minimums. And we could probably still have cap space to, uh, to get an a, a, a A-level player. I don't know who that player is, but I guess we'll wait and see. Um I just hope we don't give up everything for that said player. Or we wait and get that said player. But you know what? What year did you say? You, you said um, you said uh, Butler is gonna come in. What year? Twenty twenty two. All right, you said twenty twenty two. That's the twenty twenty two off season, right? Mm-hmm. So what do we need Knox for? You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get Jimmy Butler in twenty twenty two. What do we need Knox oh, for? God. You know what I'm saying? What do we need? Uh, Frank, what do we need Curse. Frank for if uh, <laughs> if uh, Chris Paul is gonna come in twenty three? You get what I'm saying? But 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 Knox see. You need a guy, you always need a young wing on the roster. 
I just think that Knox wasn't. Well, we're gonna draft too. If we don't do nothing, we're gonna draft. We might possibly draft too. This this offseason coming up. So what we need Knox for? But how are we going to draft two when we trying to give up those two draft picks for Bradley Bill? See, if we, do, if we do or we don't, we do, we do or we don't. If, if these guys don't want to trade with us, then we got two draft picks. So then, brother, why do we need Knox for if we, if you're already going to get two draft picks already? Brother, so I mean, if we trade one draft, one draft pick, get rid of Knox, uh -huh. and then draft, uh, you know, what's that, Kabunga, whatever his name is, Kaminga, whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. Let's say, let's say, let's say, if if um, like we just in a freaking wave right now, we are going crazy. You know, we went, we went, and we traded for for Bradley Bill for the package that we said, whatever, and then we kept our one draft pick, that you know, Dallas draft pick, and then now we we won the lottery and we got that that freaking Kaminga guy, whatever his name is. You know, then what? <laughs> then what? You're going to be butt naked, man. You're going to be walking around butt naked in the, in the fucking streets, man. I I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> I would call Milwaukee, and I would gladly offer that pick for Giannis. Oh, <laughs> I'm just, God. I, I, yo, yo, uh, yo. If yo, Giannis is on the table at any point within the next two years, die hard. Pack yo, them kids' bags, bro. Yo, Pack me, everybody bags besides RJ Barrett. Pack them. I'm packing yo, them. Listen, we 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 already uh, explained how we would get how we would get these guys. Let's say if they accepted the trade, right? Now we're walking out there with Julius Randle, right? We got RJ, we got Mitch, we signed cousins too. We signed cousins too. We got uh -huh. um Elfrid still here for now. Then we got um Bradley Beal. We got Rose, we got Quickly, and we got Obi still because I don't I don't know if Obi's gone or not. We got all those all those different guys, right? And and we drafted um Kaminga because we won the lottery because we just on this ill wave, right? We got Kaminga or whatever, like um why why would we package all that stuff to get to get Giannis? We got enough talent on the roster to bust Milwaukee's ass. Why do we need um um Giannis? Nah nah it nah it wouldn't happen that it it wouldn't happen that way. It would um. It would be basically like this, like boom. The only way the Knicks, it's only one path, honestly. The Knicks gonna have to try to get Kawhi to come over here, and then you trade for a guy like Giannis of that caliber. I don't think it's possible though. So then, it's like if you get Bradley Bill, then you're all. First of all, if you get Bradley Bill, he's all in. You're resigning. That's one. Two, if you get a guy like Bradley Bill, you have to make sure. That you don't give up everything because it's no superstar free agents in free agency in the next few years. Right. Like it's it's none. So you can't give up everything. And three, gotta keep RJ Barrett, man. Gotta keep RJ. I'm sorry, people. This despite the sound blasphemous, RJ is untradeable for me. I'm good. I'm good. Everybody else, I can't speak for them. But RJ, that's my boy. I'm nah. I'm good. He he should be here until he retires. That's he should be a, a Nick Lifer. Word. Keep yeah, RJ man. at all costs. That that is fact. <laughs> Keep but him if he, at all costs. If he's talking about um, you know, after we do all that, and then now you're talking about trading for Giannis, RJ gotta go on that trade. No, no, he don't. No, he don't. Because how we get how we getting Giannis? And if we get Giannis, we're not trading for Bill. Like, it's one or the other because you can't – the assets that you use to give up for Bill, you're not going to have no more assets now. You get what I'm saying? So 
you got to get a free agent. Like th this is how the Nets was able to do what they was what they did. They got two free agents in the door, right? And when they got two free big free agents to walk in the door, they used that they used a lot of their assets and got the third guy to come in, which was James Harden. So the Knicks need to do something like that to that extent, so they don't use up all their assets. And that's and that said trade, and then they're just boxed in. You don't want to be boxed in for the next few years, and then you just the Orlando Magic. You don't want to be like that, man. So, so, so that's what you want to do. You want to be, you want to do like the Nets. You just want to get assets and then trade everybody for like the biggest stars you can find out there. That's what you want to do. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was called out last night on Uncle Free on on, on Uncle Freezy Pod. So the dudes on the pod was like, so yo, bro, you wouldn't trade eight first round picks for James Harden, Kyrie, and, 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 and Kevin Durant? So I looked at them, I'm like, no. I said, no. They like, oh, nah, you capping, you capping, you capping. I'm like, bro, I would do it for, 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 for three caliber players of that caliber but not for that three, like not for that three. I would give up that for a three like Kawhi, Giannis, and RJ and, and, and get me somebody else. I would like that. I would not give up eight first round picks for KD. Cause bro, KD joined the 73 and 19. He's soft, his rings don't count, they're fake. He took two years off my life. I don't like him. You got a playoff choker in James Harden who lost me $300 in a bet because he want to go two for eight. Um, no, he went two for 11 in game six, playoff goddamn for our five years straight. Then you got Cuckoo Kyrie. I can't trust Kyrie. <laughs> so, so, so since I can't trust Kyrie, no, I wouldn't do it for that big three. So I don't want to do it the way that the Nets did it because that's too risky. Now, if the Knicks got Kawhi, you get Kawhi to walk through that door and Kawhi be like, yeah, yo, I want to play with RJ. Yo. I, like, I like that kid. Yeah, yo, I like that man quicker kid. Yo. I keep, keep that OB kid too. Go get me Giannis though. That's how you... That's how you work the market. You gotta get see now. See that's when you get say see Michael Michael Mitchell. See now you talking stuff that I like to see. Now Lonzo, Will Barton. Now you go get pickups like that to uh, scale out your team because you making trades like that. Because if you get uh, young, whew, that'd be nice, man. But, but you know, just just to interrupt what you said, man. I, I don't like the idea of having a star come here and tell us what he wants to do. That's a fact. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like the I like like how that sounds with Kawhi coming here. Yo, go get me this guy. Then I don't want Kawhi. If Kawhi's gonna come here and talk about y'all, go get me this guy. Go get me that guy. Then that kills everything that we're doing here. Because I, I feel like right now, I feel even though even though we don't do nothing, I feel like you know we we can get into the playoffs how we are now and make the same um, noise. You know, so I, I like I like being top five defense. I like bullying guys the way that we're bullying. You know, say so of mm -hmm. course we we would like to improve in certain areas, but I I like the style of basketball that we're that we're playing. So um, you know, I would I would love to keep this ball rolling. Let everybody know this is how we're playing. We're not gonna mm -hmm. switch up and try to play a different way. This is how we're playing. 
You know what I'm saying? So if you want to come to us and play with us, then this this is what it is. Tom Thibodeau's the coach. Don't come here saying that, yo, we want this guy, we want that guy. And now Tim Tom Thibodeau is on a hot seat, you know, just, you know, lame duck coach, just like um, you know, uh the the freaking um the Brooklyn Nets. They went and got Steve Nash and all that. You know, I just I don't want ever want a situation like that because you know, like that, that's what makes me sad about Brooklyn because of course I'm a Dyer Knicks fan, but I'm from Brooklyn. This is New York, so I want to support a team like that, but I just don't I just don't like the vibe that they that they the, the way they went about things. Cause it, mm -hmm. to me it's not about the team, it's just about them. Cause you just you just hear everything about them. You forget about um half of the other roster that, that, that they have. Because like nobody even knows unless you follow the nets, really. You know, they got guys like they, they always mentioned the um the, the white dude, but they got Shaman, they got a couple other dudes on the roster too. Nobody knows who their power forward is, nobody knows who their center is. You know, it's it's just weird. It's like, you know, I really don't like that vibe, you know. Yeah, that, that's true. And Audi, Audi said, would I trade uh, RJ if a team offered me K Cunningham? Would I trade K Cunningham? Would I trade RJ Barrett for K Cunningham? No, I would not. I just told you that I would have trade RJ if my parents, if I had to pick between my parents and RJ, my parents is going. I'm picking RJ. <laughs> so, no, I'm sorry. I'm good, bro. I'm not be... trading RJ, bro. Man, you know Mother's Day is coming soon, man. You gotta, you gotta be I, careful. I know, I know, but she going she'll understand. I told her the <laughs> other day. I told her the other day. I said, "Ma, look, ma, I love you, but RJ, you, you gonna have to understand." <laughs> I, yeah. I gotta ride with RJ, man. No, yeah, no man. um, no, no funny. Listen, that Porzingis situation, I'm still a bit salty about it. Because that's the first time in my lifetime where I've ever seen a um a young player of that caliber go AWOL like that. Like he went AWOL. And I'm like, yo, what's what's wrong with this kid? Like he we love yo, we protected him because he was a poor rebounder. He was soft. Dude was seven three playing like a shooting guard. We still protected him. We was calling him the 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 white Hakeem. I called him the great hope. Right, he was nice, and then he just did that and just ruined his career with the nonsense. His brother coming in there like a Latvian mob boss and then demanding everything. And nah, man, Dolan was like, nah, man, get this guy out of here, man. I, I, I I'm the big dog. Like I can't let a little dog big dog me. That's when you start. That that that's why I love Dolan sometimes, man. Dolan, I know he's an asshead, but. No, no, he's not an asset. He he just act. He's emotional. That's what you. he is. He's very emotional, right? Well, he's rich, and he's rich as hell. But yeah, mo most people that are filthy rich, they they um they care too much about what you say about them. You know that that's a fact. It's all about but, ego. But the one thing I always give to Dolan, Dolan has hired the most minorities in all of sports, not just basketball, all of sports. In the past 30 years no yeah 30 years so no 20 years since he's been 1999 i'm bugging 20 21 years whatever so i don't care what nobody say dolan gonna spend his money he hires minorities he damn they he hired the first mexican-american uh he got he got a jewish man on his staff man that man I, i'm good with the dolan hasn't said a word since we since we was about to threaten to go to the garden and, and and park out there 
and cough with his head and he gave us Phil Jackson and says, shut the hell up. So <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm going with Dolan for, for right now. Yeah, but what you saying about Kristaps, man, you were saying Hakeem and those different things. That's the reason why he got traded because KP don't got no moves. You know, you, you put him out there, he just stand like he, he'll score. Like, I mean, he scores his points, I get it, but I mean, like, he it's not like he gets like you can give KP the ball and say, Yo, give me 23 points or whatever. His, his thing is mostly like, Okay, I'm tall, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm gonna get a jump shot, I'm just taller than you, you know what I'm saying? I, if I if I get the lane to the basket, I'm big as hell, I'm a, you can't really stop him like the formal same, same way like Giannis is, except that um, Giannis has the ability to put the ball on the floor, KP don't got that. You know what I'm saying? So, and then also too, the writing was on the wall with, with his with his um health and stuff. So that that was um that was really just the basketball guys. Listen, you talking all this shit, but yo, your knees is messed up. You ain't got no moves. You ain't trying to get better. So listen, bye. You know, and then and then now hindsight, uh, Dallas Mavericks instead of making this trade, giving us two first round picks, they should have just signed Julius Randle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They still would have two draft picks if they signed Julius Randle instead of um giving us you know their farm just for KP. They not in trouble. Yeah, Drew, yo, Scott Perry went in there like a mob boss, stuck him up, <laughs> said, give me your draft picks, and you're going to take these terrible contracts. He flipped that right into Julius Randle, one of the best value contracts in the NBA right now, and uh, flipped Dennis Smith Jr. to Derrick Rose, who's a contributor right now, to a great, to a good-looking bench. Um, yo, he's been good, bro. He, Scott Perry has been master class. Porzingis ruined his career by asking for that trade. He should have yeah, just kept quiet. Because, yeah. I mean, we, we went and drafted RJ, and then we cleaned up the cap space. Right now, he would have been in a, in a better position to, um, you know, to build something good rather than just being like the, you know, they, they, they're actually trying to trade him out there. You know, they're, they're part of trade rumors out there, you know, to get rid of um KP and trying to get, um you know, uh, you know, Lucas, some help out there because he, you know, it, it's okay when when uh when KP is there and he's he and he's healthy and stuff. But day to day, they they need more help. You know, what I'm saying so, KP is that guy. You know that that that's something too. I want to want to keep an eye on that situation. D Dallas might actually try to do something to try to get them some help over there. If they trade Porzingis, nah, the Knicks gotta the the Knicks gotta get, win this trade by getting the top five pick. They gotta they they gotta keep on keep hold of that pick. I don't think Dallas going to the playoffs, man. I don't think they're going to the playoffs, man. I I don't know. It's too tough for them. It it it's such a uphill climb. Golden State gotta keep losing. You know, Shaq over here on TNT the other day. He he just made a bet that the Kings is making the playoffs. So I'm gonna just go with Shaq. Uh. Well, Houston is bowing out, so they're not making the playoffs, obviously. Yeah, they're embarrassing. They, re they remind me of the Knicks, Houston Rockers. Not really. Um, I think got, I think they got the I Marbury thing going on with Wall. Well, Wall. No, I think Wall gonna get bought out. I I I don't, I don't know how much. I think they're gonna have to change something in the NBA to where guys, where a team gonna have to pay a guy. Uh, a big check and you could have him walk away because it's COVID because well it's no point of wall finishing the whole season there Let, let's be real him um <clears throat> PJ Tucker all those vets uh Eric Gordon 
it's no point in all of them finishing there. Um, and also, the incentive for the Rockets is to tank because I think they pick if it's not in the top three or in the top four, I think they don't keep their pick. So that's tough. That's tough. I think that was that call by management like, yo, 11 and 17, y'all winning too much, man. <laughs> I, think they, <laughs> I think they made that call. You see what the Timberwolves did? Management, they remember they did that trade with Andrew Wiggins and right. uh, Boy Dilo. So now they pick. If it, it drops out of the top three, it's unprotected. They don't get their pick. They say, nah, D Lo, you don't have to fake an injury, champ. <laughs> yeah, man, but that, that's why I compared them to the Knicks because the Knicks were just in that situation where we got all this cap, we almost capped out, and we got no chance to get better. We got draft picks already get, given away because we made a stupid trade before. You know, so that, that's that's the exact same um, place that we were in just like not too long ago, man. Yeah. I, 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 that's, that's my thing. I don't want to get back to that that again, man. That, that's, that's why. You know, like the the whole thing is, we, we we just need to get better. You know, we have to expedite this. We got enough enough um talent and um and capital, and we just we just kind of just gotta figure it out, man. We try to get better. So yeah. I mean, like you know, at this moment right now, what 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 do you want the Knicks to do? Because I mean, we got a month. We got about a month for the trade deadline. Um, give me another week. Yeah, you got give me you got give me till March. I need I need at least until the first week of March because. I want to see what they do these next few games because it's going to it's going to tell a lot about the season these next few games. Um, yeah, I need I need another week. I need another week to in, in order to see because I, I got to see them make it to at least five hundred for me to feel confident about any type of trade of, of Bill Caliber, Zach Levine. For for me to feel confident about any of that, they got to be at least five hundred. Not don't just sell me the false hope of a rebuild. Then you go out, yo man. We just gave four first round picks for Bradley Bill in a dream, and thirty four points per game. Yeah, Nick fans, I don't want that shit. No <laughs> more. I'm good. I'm good. I got we you. Did that with Mellow man. <laughs> I got you, man. But we still like in like sixth spot right now for the for the playoffs. Oh. The oh, whatever is, it is, whatever it is, is right now. Terrible. The East is terrible, man. The, yeah. the East is terrible. I, I don't, I, I don't. Giannis made a freaking big mistake, man. I'm still mad he signed that contract, man. He could have been a Nick, man. Ah, too bad. That's the thing. Nobody wants to be a Nick until we until we can show that we can do something. And, and it, like, like it's like also too. You, you you just you just said there's nobody like free. So if you're gonna get a player, we gotta trade for him. There's nobody. There's nobody in the free agency market to get. You know, um, oh even Kawhi and all these guys, they're they're on um, player options. So Kawhi can stay in the Clippers. You yeah, know, yeah. it's tough. It, you know, it's, it's tough, in there. Man. Like I think the first person that's available, I think is Oladipo. He's the only one that's like you know restricted. Then after Oladipo, I, I think it's um, what's the what's the other dude from um from Toronto? Uh, Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry's the next one. So I mean, like th these are the best free agents in the market for next year. So that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, if we make this trade to get to get a star, that's one way to get it. You know what I'm saying? It's, instead of um signing a guy. Yeah, because I think DeMar DeRozan will go. He's going to go home. He's going to go to L.A. Um, Kyle Lowry, 
Eh, it depends. Kawhi might stay. So now you're looking down the list. It's like, yeah, you don't really want none of those guys. And the next free agency, I think that got any type of player that the Knicks will look at is 2024, uh, 2025. That's four years from now. Um, Julius Randle will be 30 years old. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Obi Toppin will be will be what? Um, thirty six. I mean, it's gonna be twenty six. Not thirty. No, thirty six. I yeah. thought more like forty two. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you never know, man. They think you know. It, you know, sports. Your life comes at you in sports. You know, uh, Obi Toppin could, could make a move. And next thing you know, he's out for the year. And oh, then, don't oh, don't do knock on. Yeah, me. I don't want to. Yeah, scratch. <laughs> I don't want to put that out there. But I mean, that could happen to anybody, though. Yeah, it can. You know, that can happen to anybody. It can. And, and and nineteen comment NY NYC eighty four nobody big come in yo bro yeah, I, I agree with you and yo don't don't agree I don't agree, agree to that don't agree no, with him nah I the, agree the, the thing him. is yeah. the thing is as as a fan you um by putting it out there oh we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do this we're not gonna do that then then don't expect nothing. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna keep saying like, "Yo, oh no, we ain't gonna trade for that guy. Oh, we ain't gonna sign that guy. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that." If we ain't gonna do it, then then why are you here? Why are you? You know, no, no disrespect to necessarily to you, my, my, my man. I'm just saying, like that's what fans do. Now we ain't getting him. Oh, this is gonna be the same old Knicks, just like uh when, when we had Kiki Vandeweghe. You know, same old Knicks back in the days when we when we when we had like whatever. You know, like Jerome whatever James. from the '60s, Jerome James, all these different guys. You know what I'm saying? Then, then you deserve every last one of them because every time something happens, you be like, "Yo, um, nah, we ain't getting that. Knicks ain't doing that. We ain't making the playoffs." Then, yo, why are you here? Why are you here? It's fair, yo. It's fair when it's when you fair. go. It's fair it's when power, you. It's the power of word. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like you, you, you have your podcast. I have my podcast. It's all we're talking about the Knicks. If if it wasn't for us talking about the Knicks. Um, we would have to deal with um Max Kellerman and those guys. You know, you know what I'm saying? That that that's the negativity that's been bringing us, contributing to to this um bullshit that we've been dealing with right now. Because of us coming up talking about the Knicks and stuff, we're bringing up the positivity. So anybody that's talking ne- negative, like yo, Knicks ain't gonna do that. Knicks ain't gonna do that. Knicks ain't gonna do that. Then yo, man, take that somewhere else. I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear it. You know, like the, the Knicks might not do it. Okay, cool, but, but you know, at least let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You know, don't just be like, nah, man, Knicks ain't gonna do nothing. Like, whatever, man. I don't want to hear it. I think, I think the guy that was brought here to answer Nick fans who think like that. Sometimes I think like that a little bit, to be honest with you, because of what I've been through with the Knicks. But nah, man. James Dolan hired World Wild West to answer fans like that. <laughs> to yo, go what? get a guy behind the scenes. Yo, man, yo. Come to the Knicks, man. You know, you my boy, man. 20 years. You know, that favor back in 84, I threw you that little girl, that little <laughs> prostitute. It's time now. So, you know, I think Mike Woodson, uh, World Wide West, Kenny Payne, Johnny O, I think um, behind the scenes, that's what they was hired for, to go get us a guy. Um, yeah. To go get a trade to happen that's – Equal for equal value for both teams, where we don't look like we're getting hold again because Denver hold us. <laughs> they 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 screwed us. They bamboozled us. They they man, that mellow trade was brutal. You gave up four four starters, uh, multiple first round picks, 
and, and then because of the mellow trade, stupid Phil Jackson say, oh, well, I think Andreas Bogliani reminds me of Paul Gasol. So he trades for Bogliani and, you know, uh, but, but oh, check, check this out, man. Check this out. Like, you know, we all go through stuff in life, right? Let's say I'm, I'm dating a girl, whatever. And I, I think, you know, she, this, oh, this is wifey, this, that, and the other. Meanwhile, I'm saying this is wifey. One of my boys is looking at the bitch like this, like, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, next thing you know, they, they, like, he's smashing my girl out. I have no no idea about it because I never experienced it before. So now now that I experienced it with this chick, now I'm going to say, yo, like, all women are like that. I'm never going to get a girl. I'm never going to uh, marry no no girl. I'm never going to give a girl my heart. I'm never going to spend no money on no girl and this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? No. You got to think about it. You were the one that was so naive that was sleeping with the with the neighborhood, um um you know, whore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You were the one that was sleeping with the neighborhood whore. That was a life lesson you needed to learn. So once you learn it now, like sometimes throughout in the future, you got to freaking learn um, how to how to navigate yourself as as a person trying to get, you know, a female or whatever you, what you want. You got to be able to navigate through all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to like um, blame something that somebody that you was dating when you were 16 and you're still talking about the same shit when you were 42. It's like, yo, man, somewhere along the line, you got to like, you got to like come through, you know, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You can't just like, yeah. like, like, still talking about something that happened in the '60s, you because know, that, yo, Spike Lee pisses me off, man, and I, and I, it annoys me also that people keep referencing him. Well, I want to know what Spike Lee got to say. Yo, Spike Lee is still talking. about, I was there in 1969, and well, when the Knicks won the first championship, when Willis Reed walked through the door, I was there. Like, yo, do you know how long ago that was? That was like 40 years ago. 50 years ago, man. Spike, Spike Lee better stop his nonsense. And, and good looking, Kevin. Um, Kevin Bergen. Um, Bogliani was, was traded under um, Grunwald. Was he? Who's that? Yeah. Um, the Andres Bogliani trade. He said yeah. it wasn't under Phil. Yeah. You pro I think you're right. That definitely wasn't under Phil. I believe you're right. It was probably that, that was still a Steve Mills deal. Steve Mills, I think, had, had oh um, my the God, final say with that. Mills. Oh, Steve Mills. Oh, now nah, shout out to Steve Mills. We could, we could, we could spit on his grave, whatever his Nick grave. But he ain't dead. He's not dead Mills, though. He didn't die. He didn't die. I, I'm He's still alive. Nick grave. The Nick oh, grave. Oh, the Nick grave. That, okay. That, yeah, that, like, man, that, we are ready, ready to kill that motherfucker. <laughs> man, when I heard that 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 uh little news come out when he wanted to trade for D'Lo, he was giving up first round picks and all that. I know yeah. James Dolan probably woke up, see that, drunk some coffee, say, yo, yo, Steve Mills, come to my office, man. Yeah. <laughs> yo, you fucking, yo. Yeah, yeah I, I know a couple of people that work around the garden and stuff, and they were saying that that he legit was like monologuing in there and pissed off. Like, I'm, you're going to fire me? He was like that type of shit in the office, man, because it, it, to, to him, it was a shock when they, when they fired him. So he was like embarrassed and he was monologuing. He didn't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I heard, man. From a, from a couple of people that 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 work behind the scenes and stuff. No doubt. <laughs> I can believe it too. And they talk like this, like, oh, you gonna fire me? You gonna fire me? It. A black man, he walking there, he got his coffee, his good suit on. Dolan yeah. just like, you know, I gotta fire you, man. But you mean you gotta fire me, man? It's eighteen years. You know, we've been here twenty nah. years. The, lo the voice got to be lower, though. Voice got to be more high pitched, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get to that pitch where he be at, man, with the way he talks. Or oh man, yo, <laughs> yeah, oh, yo, it, yo, I want to, I want to apologize to everybody that maybe just popping in now and hearing me yelling stuff. 
I get excited, man. That's, that's why, you know, I'm the diehard Knicks podcast, man. I just be bugging sometimes. Because, you know, it's just the same. I just don't want to hear the same old thing, bro. So, Lil Tweaky White, um, y'all pro bill to let RJ go and picks go. Brother, I don't know if you just tuned in, brother. I just said that if I had to choose between my parents and RJ Barrett, <laughs> you said it my again? parents will have to go. Oh my god! RJ Barrett will be staying. And, and Mama stay. He don't mean that. Mama, Mama stay. He don't mean I, that. I, I don't mean that. But I, nah, man, she gotta go too, man. <laughs> Not for no RJ, man. Not for no RJ, man. Oh I'm my sorry, god, man. It's, it's over for that, man. RJ is the highest pick of my lifetime. It's quiet. Yeah, I'm not trading him. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I like hanging out with you, man. It's good, good talk. To, good to talk next with stuff. A lot of people are saying that that we that we need to do this more often. Me, me, and you just chop it up every once in a while. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I got these lovely headphones. Um, I got this microphone. See, I wanted to 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 fix it up today, but um, yeah, it's like a whole bunch of whatever. So I'm gonna yeah. fix it. I'm gonna fix it up tonight when I get a chance to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, yo, bro. We we definitely gonna do more of these, bro. Definitely. Well, well, you know, you got that mailbag thing you wanted to do. We could always still do that, but you know, we, we just get in and how we how we um how we get it in, man. I want to shoot. I'm, I I want I want to shoot for a mailbag um next week towards the end of the month because I want to see if this Bradley Bill rumors. I want to see if everything get juicier <laughs> before we get, before this mailbag because I know people gonna have. Specific questions is crazy. It's crazy too. Oh, what is that? Come available best for you. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. I, I I feel you, bro. I feel you, but I'm good, bro. I'm not training RJ, bro. Yo, shout out, shout out to Hadouken, man. He he's in in one of um one of the group chats that we in, man. We be having we were having we had an eventful day today, man. A couple of freaking arguments bust out. So good, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a you know i think i think we're gonna, we're gonna cut it out man because i i gotta i gotta i gotta actually gotta get up at three thank you oh, thank God. you state you know what i'm saying oh my fault but uh <laughs> but i, I just want to shout out to everybody on just watching that they found this link on twitter and stuff everybody on twitter you know you know state is absolutely out of his mind on, on twitter man you're freaking crazy as <laughs> as i don't know what man but it's a lot, a lot of conversations to get that go on on there you know, it's all you know. Every, some people get a little bit too too crazy, a little too personal stuff, man. But it's it's all fun, man. We all talking about something that don't mean that. What, what's the thing? They don't mean nothing, man. This don't mean nothing. Look at this. This is it, this is an illusion. Oh, I got both my young boys, my boy uh, <laughs> RJ and my boy Frank Nilakina, who might not be a, a Nick anymore soon. So you know, I'm sad about that, man. <laughs> you no, know, yeah, let me, Leo. I gotta let you get out of here, man. I know it's it's damn near eleven thirty. Yeah, you need to get some sleep, bro. Yeah, it's getting close to freezy territory. Well, yeah, freezy about to start in another fifteen minutes, man. So we gotta we gotta let everybody get their coffee together so they can be up for like the next twelve hours talking to freezy over there. Yeah, I have yet to get on that show. I just like I said, I just can't do it because of the time restraints and stuff like that. But one day you might see me on there, and um, you know, hopefully, I hopefully my energy is high enough where I can go on my go on my evil rants, you know, whatever, you know. You're gonna need a good cup of coffee for that, man. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to everybody here, man. We got um got a bunch of guys here. This is actually one of my guys here. This is the that's uh the the left hand of God right there. <laughs> my man CTA Frank. Uh like I said, Hadouken, uh, my man 19X Con. You know, I, I was just shouting just now, 
you know, don't don't um don't take it personally. I'm just talking in general. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. At one point, it was like forty some people in here. Everybody was chatting too, so that's good. Thanks, thank everybody for for tuning in, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you everybody for tuning in, man. My God, dog, man. I appreciate you bringing me on the pod once again, man. Talking. Once I seen that World Wide West stuff today, I said, "Nah, you. We gotta do a pod today." It was it was over. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I had to talk about it real quick. But hey, I, I'm gonna definitely let you get out of here. Um, everybody, you know my Instagram, my my Twitter is the same. S M Y K Pod. Um, state of the new Y One Pod. Uh, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google, ever, everything, man. Stitcher. I know a diehard. I know you got the the, the graphic. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. it. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's everywhere. Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, Player, FM, Apple Pie, Amazon, whatever, whatever. You can find me on there as well. State of the New York Knicks podcast. But Die Hard, please get some rest. Yeah, I'll, I'll try, man. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, bro. Nick Nation, salute to y'all, man. Peace. Peace, man. We out of here.